Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yes, we need to do that. We need to talk a little sports, eat some lunch. We've been doing that for 21 years now. Welcome to Sports Scene ESPN. 98.1 FM, I started doing this, by the way, when I was 10. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Miss Bree is producing today. It is indeed time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Only a one-hour show today because we are going to join uh, the pregame show in progress and then give you Rays baseball live today as they take on the Detroit Tigers. Of course, yesterday the Rays blanked the Tigers uh, behind Charlie Morton, and we'll see what they do today. Uh, this weekend, it is the third leg of Horse Racing's Triple Crown. Here to talk to us about it is award-winning writer Dick Girardi. is with us courtesy of ExpressBet.com. You can visit ExpressBet.com for a free Belmont Stakes guide and to wager on the races when you can't get to the track. Let's bring Dick in here. Dick, before we get to the Belmont, you know, I, I'm I'm uh, a little bit anal when it comes to this. Has there been any other uh, information outcome from that protest of uh, the run for the roses? Not really. Uh, uh, the owner has now uh, is now in federal court where he's filed a lawsuit. But I mean, you know how slowly courts work, and who knows that could work take years to work its way through. Um, the owner also issued a challenge to some of the other horses to have a race with $5 million each, each owner would put up. I don't think anything's happened with that. But, wow. yeah, we're kind of in a holding pattern. Nothing has changed. Um, let's talk about, I think it's a 10-horse race here. And for as little as I know about the sport, Dick, there seems to be some horses in this race that have won some races here. Yeah, this is a good race. Uh, War of Will won the Preakness. He'll come right back. Uh, he ran. He was one of the horses, member that got was involved in that incident uh-huh. in the Derby. And Tacitus, who may be the favorite, either he or War of Will will be favored. He was fourth in the Derby, won the Wood Memorial, won the Tampa Bay Derby. Uh, and I, th- I thought it ran really well in Kentucky. And unlike War of Will, he has been sitting out the five weeks. He's had more of a rest. So, and that really helps in horse racing to get that time off. Okay, I, I want you to go into that a little bit. Uh, five weeks off, to me, part of that could be two-edged sword. Yes, you have a lot of time off, but I'm going to ask you, really, do, do horses, I don't want to say get rusty, but it's the last I can, you know, do, do you need to be on a schedule, or is rest the better thing? Yeah, it's inter- It's a great question. Um, rest for the modern horse is probably the better thing, just because they're not that uh, they don't race as often. They're not as hardy, say, as a horse back in the Secretariat era, where they they can run every two three weeks. So what they'll do is almost have kind of like practice races, Steve, between the races. Gotcha. Where they can manage it and sort of all right. Here, it, I mean, it's not unlike a practice for a for a baseball team or a basketball. Like an inter squad game or doing, something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and but they under conditions that they can control and put their horses in an optimum situation, so they they've had so they wouldn't be rusty. So they've had a sense of what it's like without having to put all the pressure on them in a big race. This is this is the longest race of the three Triple Crown races. Does that factor into anything here? 
It absolutely does. Um, it's 440 yards, so we're almost talking four and a half football fields longer than the Derby, 550 yards or five and a half football fields longer than the Preakness. So it does matter. And bloodlines really come into effect here. Uh, Tappet, who is the sire of Tacitus, has sired three of the last five Belmont winners. That's not a coincidence. He's the best sire in North America. And this long distance, you better have some bloodlines to carry you the last quarter mile or so. Is this known as a fast track? Not necessarily. Um, It can be um, on occasion. But a lot of that has to do with how it's being maintained, what's going on with the weather, that kind of stuff. It looks like we should get a nice weekend um, in New York. At least I'm hoping so. We had a good weekend in Pimlico, not so good in Kentucky. Uh, but, yeah, it can be fast. But, yeah, a lot of it is just it will, we won't know for sure until, uh, until Saturday. All right. I may be wrong here, so please feel free to correct me. Uh, War of Will... I believe had either the number one post twice or the one and two post twice before this race, but now has a different post. Does that help? I think it's neutral. Uh, I think the one post in Kentucky was a prop. Uh, it always is in the Derby just because of the, all, the, all the horses that are in the race. I actually think the one in the Preakness helped him. I think everything went right. He got to sort of sit in behind the early leaders, was never in any uh, any traffic trouble. So I, I think the nine is uh, is okay. I don't I don't think it hurts or helps one way or another. Again, the biggest issue in post positions and triple crown races is those inside posts in the Derby, just because of the gigantic field. They're generally not a good thing. Um, I'm going to veer off subject a little bit here because in prepping for this, Dick, um, I ran across something about all the horses that have died at Santa Anita. Uh, is this or actually? You know, I don't know if this is a What can you tell me about this? Right. What it, it happened over the winter at Santa Anita, which for the people who don't know where it is, it's just um, east of Pasadena and the Rose Bowl, like maybe 25, 30 miles north, northeast of Los Angeles. And what happened is in, L, in the L.A. area this year, they had more rain in the winter than any time in recent memory. Ah, so the okay. racing surface really got it was a problem. It became unsafe. And unfortunately, um, it wasn't recognized until a lot of horses, as you said, had died from injuries, suffered on the racetrack, and they had to close the track for a while. And now it's a, it's a huge deal because, look, we all love our animals. Nobody wants to see an animal get hurt ever. And it was just, it, it, do horses sometimes get hurt? Yes, it does happen. But this was happening at, at an alarming rate. So they closed the track. They worked on it. It got better. Uh, they didn't have any problems for like three months. And then recently they had a couple of problems. Uh, but, it, Steve, it's not unusual that horses get hurt. It, it isn't. It, it, what is unusual is how often it was happening at Santa Anita this winter. And it, it almost certainly had to do with the weather and, and the way the track was. Okay. Who do you like in uh, in the Belmont? I like Tacitus. Uh, I, I just think he's got everything uh, I'm looking for in a horse. I like the fact that he's been off the five weeks. He's by Tappet. We mentioned he's had three of the last five Belmont winners. He's trained by Bill Mott, who actually won the Derby with Country House. Remember, he ended up getting put up through disqualification. And I thought ran well in Kentucky. Tassett his fourth, moved up to third. I just think he's – and he's got he's got Jose Ortiz, the top rider. He's trained at Belmont Park. 
He's just got so much going for him. Yeah, I really, really like Tacitus Saturday in the Belmont. Okay, I'm going to end with this, Dick, and I hope I can ask this question correctly where it'll make some sense to you. Um, longer race course, and obviously the jockey makes a difference. But because of the length of this race, does who is who the jockey is and race strategy become more of a factor because of the length of the race? Yes, uh, it definitely does. It's an unusual, not only length, a mile and a half. It's the only time we uh, three sources will ever run that far. If the racetrack itself is unusual, uh, Belmont Park is a mile and a half in circumference. Churchill Downs and Pimlico are only a mile. So the rider has to know where on the racetrack to make his move. It's very dissimilar to where you might make a move in Kentucky or in Maryland. So, yeah, the rider is absolutely huge, and it's interesting Half the riders in this race are Belmont Park-based, and I do think that gives them an edge because they ride there every day. Always good to have Dick Girardi explain things because he knows this sport backwards and forwards. With us, courtesy of ExpressBet.com. Visit ExpressBet.com for a free Belmont Stakes guide and the wager on the races when you can't get to the track. Dick, always a pleasure. Thanks for the Triple Crown this year. We'll do it again next year. Sounds good, Steve. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Dick Girardi talking Belmont, the last leg of the Triple Crown. Um, okay, he is uh, our only scheduled guest today. Um, some things I want to bring up. I told you this might happen, and it came to fruition, and I want to get your thoughts on it. The next time you see a men's, men's college basketball game, you will see the three-point line moved back it happened uh and it's going to start next season it's back to the international distance 22 feet one and three quarter inches now here's what gets me about this okay i i I, look i'm a regular guy okay who in the hell came up with three quarters of an inch right why why isn't it just like 22 feet two inches or 22 feet one inch right Three-quarters inch? There must be a reason, and I suppose it's a good one, but it baffles me. Uh, But that's what it's going to be from now on. The current three-point line is 20 feet 9 inches. That makes sense. And remember, that was moved back. It's hard to believe it was 10 years ago when the three-point line was only 19 feet 9 inches. So it's going to be literally what, two and a half feet further. I like this. I like it a lot. Because I think it, I, I hope this is what this does. Number one, I think we all would agree the three-point shot has transformed the sport, right? But I don't want it to be where, you know, guys that have no business shooting threes would shoot a three. You got it. There's a balance between making the three-point shot still makeable and not have every Tom, Dick, and Harry make it. So I think this will help. Also, I think the idea is you move that back. Guys have to guard further out. It makes the middle better for driving purposes. Um, this is interesting. The shot clock is now going to be reset to 20 seconds after a team gets an offensive rebound. 
And this is interesting, too. How many times have you heard, I mean, look, all you have to do is go to the O'Connell Center and hear some of the trash talk going on. But now players will get a technical foul for using derogatory language about race, ethnicity, religion, gender, sexual orientation, or disability. And coaches can now call live ball timeouts in the last two minutes of the second half in overtime. Like that, too. All right. NBA last night. Steph Curry is a dude now. Steph Curry's a baller. Everybody in that building knew he was the Warriors' offense last night, given no Kevin Durant and no Klay Thompson. The dude went off, but they didn't have enough. Good for Toronto. Now, you're, this championship medal that Golden State has had will be tested. Game four, in my opinion, is a must-win for them. They most likely will get Klay Thompson back, maybe Kevin Durant back. That should help them. But your thoughts on the game last night, too. If you're into it, and we got a couple of students here from the area who are wearing St. Louis Blues stuff. Blues and the Bruins have been a terrific Stanley Cup final. Two games apiece. Game five tonight. Open the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Got a Facebook Live. Miss Bree will make sure we get it. Steve will open the show. Steve, hi. Hi, Steve. Yes. I'm just, I'm just going to guess that that uh, odd number of inches relates to the fact that it's probably in the metric system, and they switched it, you know, they converted it to inches. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of see your point there. Okay. Yeah, it's international. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I hate to see uh, Golden State, you know, lose because of all these injuries and all, but I think it's good to see Toronto win, too, because, you know, it gets old every year, the same result. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. You know, I'm not one of those that feel that way. And I know there's a lot of people that feel the way you do. I love excellence. I, I, you know, fans are tired of the Patriots. I totally understand that. I'm tired of the Patriots. But I also respect what they've done. Because, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we look back at what Bill Belichick, like him or not, has done with the Patriots. That's, it's amazing. You know, what Golden State's done here. Um, you know, what the Islanders did in hockey back in the 80s. Um, go on and on. I love that. But I, I do get the fatigue factor, too. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate your call. 1217, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Want to hear from you because, again, today, just till 1 o'clock, then we'll hit coverage of the Rays and the Tigers live Major League Baseball for you today here on Sports.